have entered Kindergeist, a horror podcast for kids and ghouls. <laughs> Welcome back to the Kindergeist podcast. I'm Zachary. And I'm Xanthi. The host of Kindergeist. The key of my sister is not is not with us today, so it's just the two of us. If it's your first time with us, Kindergeist's goal is to create a space for kids to explore horror through fun, inspiring, and meaningful dialogue. We exist to help the younger generation embrace themselves for being different, break the stigma that horror isn't for kids, and to make a positive impact on the horror community at large. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to ask you a question, Zach. What do you think is the smartest age? Probably um, 23, maybe. Oh, interesting. Because, like, they're in college right now. I think um, at 23, uh, you know a lot. I thought you were going to say 10 because you're 10. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not smart at all. Oh, you are very smart. Maybe you're just being humble. Yeah, I was curious because I came across this video by Ted Ed. So the reveal here was that they said that the smartest age was 8, 16, 25, 65, and everything in between. So I was, I was close. Yeah. I also wanted to ask you, how was your Halloween thing at school? Oh, yeah. So that was fun. It's called Spooktacular. I would say it was fun because I got to see my friends. And there was this thing. It was like a maze. You go in it, right? Mm-hmm. You have to like you have to use tickets or you have to risk you have to use a wristband. So I had like a group of friends we went and like everyone was screaming, but it wasn't even that scary. So what were they screaming at? Like what's inside? Like so there's people with masks on and then there's this guy chasing you and stuff and there's like this doll. Oh, that's cool. Or are you planning to dress up for Halloween? I'm gonna give out candy, so yeah. It's going to be Luffy from One Piece from an anime. Oh, that's right. I know you like One Piece a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So I guess we can get into the topic of today, which is Poppy Playtime. His name is Huggy. Huggy Wuggy. When he hugs you, he'll never stop. <laughs> Your friend Huggy. Huggy Wuggy. He'll squeeze you until you pop. What you just heard was a song from the game, composed by Zachary Preciado. So, Poppy Playtime is like... So, Poppy is a doll made from like a factory. She could answer your questions. You're stuck in the factory. There's this big like doll. I think their name is Huggy Wuggy, I think. So, you have to try and get out. and. It's and Huggy Wuggy is chasing you. That's basically. And then you have to kind of like do puzzles in there too. How how did you um play the game? You played on PC, right? Yeah. Because I played it on uh, my iPad, but it got me dizzy actually because it moves so fast. <laughs> it it's good. Like yeah, it's good. It's kind of confusing if you don't know how to play the game and if, and if you never like watch YouTube videos. That's what I did. I checked the YouTube video how to play it because it was like really confusing. I wouldn't recommend this game if you're like, um, if you don't, if you've never heard of this game. So, yeah. 
even from the very beginning, I got stuck. <laughs> At the very beginning, I had no idea what to do. Like the train, like there's a train in the other other room and you have to check what colors there are and then you have to put it in the keypad. So I just watched the video and I was like, oh. I did look at the train and then I didn't realize that the color was supposed to be pink though because I thought it was red and I kept putting red in the in the code. Oh, I guess it's worth mentioning that uh, it came out in October 2021, so it's celebrating its one-year anniversary. It's really, really popular with a lot of people. It has like merchandise and animated film or animated videos, and it's actually going to be made into a movie by Studio 71, who did the VHS franchise. If you imagine this as a movie, how would you see it i have a feeling there's gonna be a group of people instead of not like one person the huggy wuggy is actually chasing you like almost all the time not all the time but almost at the end they'd like probably find the exit or something so it almost sounds like you'd imagine it to be like a survival horror movie where people are trying to escape the factory do you think it will be with adults or teenagers or i think teenagers and then this game has gotten a lot of comparisons to Five Nights at Freddy's, I guess because of the whole toy thing. And they're actually making a movie about that as well. So killer toys are kind of popular right now, or animatronics in that case. When I brought this game up to you, you said you already knew what it was. Like, how did you first hear about it? My friend, so he said, like, Huggy Wuggy's the best. I'm like, what is that? And then it's like... It's from my game and I'm like, oh, and then I see videos from YouTube and then I just like watched one singular one and then I was like, oh, okay. Why do you think this game is like really popular with uh, people your age? Um, I think it's popular because older people play it sometimes and then, and then the kids watch it on YouTube and they're like, oh, this game looks fun stuff. And it's probably because the story's about like a doll and stuff. Yeah, it makes it like appealing to younger people because of the, the cute dolls. I remember when I first saw Huggy Wuggy, I was like, whoa, that looks really scary. He actually reminded me of, I'm not sure if you know this character, but um, Gossamer from Looney Tunes. He is like this big red fluffy character that kind of looks like a heart. Does that sound familiar? I think so. I think I've heard him. Um, yeah, like Huggy Wuggy remind me of him, except he's blue. I know it was inspired by the game of Bendy and the Ink Machine. Are you familiar with that one? Yes. Like for those who don't know what it is, I another game where somebody is like trying to survive the workplace and the animation style is like kind of copying the 1930s. But yeah, I guess we could go more specifically into chapter one of Poppy Playtime, which is called A Tight Squeeze, and kind of break down what you felt about it. Story-wise, probably um, solid 7.5. Story's good. It's just like, it doesn't really make any sense because there's, I think, two main characters because Huggy Wuggy just comes out of nowhere and then it's just Poppy. You wanted more from the ending? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, spoilers, <laughs> just in case someone's going to play it. Like at the end, 
Poppy is in a enclosed cupboard, and then it kind of reminded me of Annabelle, the doll. In a way. Oh, yes. But then she says something. What She said something like, you found me. Or you freed me or something. Yeah, that was scary. My dad actually helped me a lot. He was w- just watching me while I was playing, and I got so scared. When uh, he popped out of the tunnel, my dad's like, ooh, and I actually got scared. Like, I think my heart beat. Like, it stopped for one singular millisecond. I made sure I played it during the day because I knew I would get scared by the jump scares, especially. Can you tell me, like, what about it was, like, scary to you? Oh, probably when Huggy Wuggy, like, jump scares you because it's, like, Teeth are exposed and it's like really big. And also, and also, when you go around, there's like dolls and then there's like blood. It, it's weird. Yeah, kind of like the atmosphere that it builds is pretty creepy. At what point did you ask for your dad's uh, help since it was too scary? I actually didn't even ask him for help. I was like, he just came in the room and was just watching me. Do you think it was, like, too intense? It was okay. It wasn't intense at all. Like, I was expecting more, but it was it was good. I'm glad that your dad swooped in to kind of, like, take over so you weren't, like, getting too scared. Like, guiding me. So, yeah. Oh, he was more guiding you. It's actually, I mean, the game is intended for kids. But what did you think about the gameplay? Like, you... Oh, I, I like it. I'm... I'm really used to it because I play, like, first-person games sometimes. And how would you describe, like, the grab pack? Oh, it's really cool. Because, like, once you click, like, on PC, you can click, like, the two mouses or whatever, buttons. And then when you click both of them, like, if you click one of them, the other one goes. So, like, let's say you click the one on the, like, left, and then the left hand goes... And then you click the one on the right, the right hand goes. So that's like, that's a cool aspect. What about the music? Like- yeah, I heard the music a little bit. And I was just, I was like, being, yeah. I thought the music was pretty good too. What I, what I thought was interesting about what you find out later in the game is that the well, Huggy Wuggy and the other toys were actually being experimented on oh yeah and that's why they would come to life but it seems like you know experiment went wrong and it's not like other things or other stories where usually toys are possessed and that's why they come to life you know so i thought that was really interesting um would you ever have a toy or want a toy to be alive like that yes it's cool it's cool (laughs) like in goosebumps there's like this I can I can relate it to Goosebumps because Goosebumps the, the doll or the whatever I forgot his name. Oh, Slappy. Yeah, Slappy. At the beginning, there's these bullies trying to chase the kid, and then he pulls out a rope, and then they like fall and stuff. And it's like, yes, or if we had toys that were alive, they could protect us and be our friends. Yes. But do you think it would be scary though if they ever got mad at you? Yes, super scary. They have a lot of powers. <laughs> if they if their arm gets chopped off, they can just go like they're invincible. Yeah. Are you willing to take that risk? Uh yes. Yeah, I like just... I like risking things. Yes. Oh, okay. Since you're you're a gamer, like what other games would you compare this to? I would say some games on Roblox because there's like a lot of horror games. So there's this game called Judy. And it's it's kind of like a doll too, or like so this girl 
like this famous person gets turned into a a robot and then the person the uh, so there's another famous person who got jealous so she killed her and oh. then turned her into a, like a robot now so yeah cuz i i know you like Roblox a lot so it sounds like cuz i've never played it so does it have like game the game has game within the game games within the game Roblox is the game but there's like so there's a big product and then there's like parts to the product as that's what I'm like that's what Roblox basically is oh. so it's a it's the game and then there's like mini games in it okay that makes sense so are you familiar with like cuz I know there's a chapter 2 that's been out already and chapter 3 comes out next year no i've never heard like but i've heard about chapter 2 yeah i saw the character from chapter 2 the mommy long legs i like the character designs they're they're cute but then like creepy at the same time i did see the teaser trailer for chapter 3 but it, there's no official release date yet um but basically in it it lands on a image of a gas mask and it's like the colors of the factory. Um, and then it says something about, oh, we've added a playpen and it's going to have an on-site orphanage. So I'm like, I don't know what they're going with that. I don't know what playpens are. Oh, so playpens are kind of like a area where parents can leave their kids to play. See, I think they have some of that IKEA or they used to. Oh, those. Oh, so they're adding playpens? Kind of reference it in the trailer. Like there's a guy who's talking. That would be, that look, that would look cool. Before we move on to like other stuff about the game, did, was there anything else you wanted to add on? Gameplay style? Um, I put the whole, like, so there's a brightness feature. I put it max all the way high because I barely could see anything. Like yeah. it was dark. They're trying to make you question what's in the shadows. Yeah, that's my opinion. Put brightness all the way up and put all and put your your sound all the way down. <laughs> I didn't do that though. I just put my whole like brightness up. Oh yeah, and there's this thing called FOV. It's like so I would put that to like all the way up as high as you can. Or, like, where it's comfortable for you. Because, like, you can see, like, a lot of things with FOV. Oh, that's a field of vision? Yeah. Okay, good tips for how to play a game so you don't get scared of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, like, curious about your thoughts on um, Huggy Wuggy Drama. Have you heard about this? No. Well, actually, you can click on it from there, right? All right, I'm going to click on it. Holly is in the newsroom with a new game parents need to watch out for. And Holly, this is pretty unsettling. It is unsettling, Stephen Jeanette, and it's called, innocently enough, the Huggy Wuggy Game. And while it may sound innocent, like I said, it could actually be really traumatic for some children. So for people that aren't familiar with Huggy Wuggy, what is it? Yeah, so Huggy Wuggy is a character uh, in a horror computer game called Poppy Playtime. It's blue, it kind of looks like Cookie Monster, but it has really big teeth. So apparently in the game, the, the character that you just saw goes around and hugs people and whispers really creepy songs into their ears. Um, mm. So Common Sense Media says there's no graphic violence, but obviously that can be a little scary. On playgrounds, it seems like kids are mimicking that. They're going around and hugging each other and kind of whispering these creepy mantras at each other. 
So it's kind of like we, what we saw with Squid Game, like Squid Game to exactly. the playground, Huggy Wuggy to the playground with Curtain. There's like Squid Game, but he knew all about it. I wouldn't. So the thing that it's like Squid Game, I don't think it's like Squid Game because in Squid Game, they play games and then if they mess up, they die. But in Huggy Wuggy, it's not even like that. It's not based on like a true story. And hugging people and whispering songs is good for children. It's good. They, they are wrong because Huggy Wuggy is wholesome and it's not even real. It's just a game. And hugging people is good. So I don't know why you guys are saying this game is bad. Do you know anybody who's been doing this at your school? No, no one ever. But my friend is like, Huggy Wuggy. <laughs> Just like- My name is Javi. If you're listening to this podcast, you know who you are. Some people have been uh, saying that they don't like the game because they think it's just a cash grab, which is like, oh, they just made this game so they can make money, but it doesn't have any real substance. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's, it's, it is a cr- cash grab because since it's a new game doesn't mean like you can hate on it immediately because like, let's say Among Us, right? When it got made, it was famous, right? And I don't think people were saying it was crap, cash grabs. So I don't know. I don't know why. Among Us. <laughs> Do you play Fortnite? Yes. Did you see that they added Ash Williams from Evil Dead on there recently? Oh, they did? Like, ah, I never knew that. I don't I don't play that much Fortnite anymore. So I've never played it before and I don't know if I it if I want to start because like I usually only generally only enjoy horror games, but is Fortnite more like adventure game? It's like a like a shooting game. Oh, I see. It's like a shooter game. Okay, so I guess we're kind of reaching the end here. Talking about Poppy Playtime. Um, what do you feel like the age group would be appropriate for eight and up and up since you mentioned that it might be really scary for some people what do you recommend they do if they feel too scared while they're playing first run to the bathroom turn on cold water get your towel and then go in your sh- i mean not your sink your shower and then you wa- and then you shower in your cold water and you'll be screaming and you'll be okay that's what i usually do when i'm like really hot oh so when you get scared your your skin gets really hot oh no so let's say this is what i do if i get really scared i sometimes uh i i go to the the bathroom and i just pee and then boom oh so it kind of helps you release yeah and also <laughs> and also this is what I do. So I just get a blanket and then just cover my whole body so I don't get scared. And I'll be protected. Yeah, like usually when I get scared, I watch something happy afterwards. Like I uh, don't. You, oh, you don't? You just get the blanket and go pee? Yeah. Who would you re- recommend this game to? Like what kind of taste? People who like playing games and like screaming. Cool. All right. For this, we're reaching towards the end and we're gonna bring back the quote of the night since it's just the two of us we actually 
haven't done this since season one. Yeah, so we're bringing it back. All right. Quote by Don Roth. If you focus on the humanity of your stories, your characters, then the horror will be stronger, scarier. Without the humanity, the horror becomes nothing more than a tawdry parlor trick, all flash and no magic, and worst of all, no heart. Wait, can I see? say what do I think of the meaning? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I think the meaning of it is like without being like scared, for you, horror is like nothing. So you have no, like not really, you don't really have a good personality or like if you don't like any shows, like if you don't like anything, you don't really have a good personality. Oh, that's an interesting interpretation. But like, what's a story or movie that you watched and you were like, oh, that was fun, but it also had a super deep meaning to it? Oh my, I I, rem- I know there's a movie that had a, a meaning to it, but I, I just, I, I don't really know. Um, oh, that's okay. How about yeah. you? Have you ever felt something like that? Yeah, I would say like the, specifically the horror stories that do have a meaning resonate with me a lot more because I mean I'm not gonna lie I I enjoy things that don't have any meaning too and I'm like okay that was just fun for no reason oh yeah um me and my sister we were so we were watching uh I think it was like a Korean show and then she slept and then I was just watching the episodes without her and then one episode I almost cried and my mom was like bro why am I crying like, when am I about to cry? Oh, what show is it? No, Episode? I don't remember. Episode is, like, about this girl. She breaking up with her, or, like, I wouldn't say boyfriend, but, like, friend. They reunited. Oh, okay. So it was happy at the end. Yeah, I guess before we officially close, because this is your first episode where it's just the two of us. How do you feel, like? Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of cool because um, it's just me and you and my sister's like she has a break or whatever and stuff. And I like get to be in a podcast. It's 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 nice. Yeah, you did a great job. Hey, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Subscribe to this and add us on Instagram, Twitter or TikTok, search Kinderguys Podcast. Don't forget to read our blog at kinderguyspod.webly.com. And remember, you are love, you're a baddie, and remember to live on the bright side. Bye!